then shrugged. So I moved into this sort of hostel place where they're supposed to help you get back on your feet. The pressure of the coiled hair around her finger was stopping her blood from flowing. She let go. Yes? And? I got asked to leave, Theo said sadly. Apparently, technically, I counted as an arsonist, and the rules said no arsonists because of the insurance. They told me if I'd killed a bunch of people in the explosion it had been okay because their project mission statement specifically includes murderers. But since nobody got hurt in the blast, I had to go. So I've been sort of camping out in the subway, places like that. Which is why, he added, sitting up straight and looking her in the eye, I really need this job. I mean, it'll help me put my life back together, get me on my feet again. Well, how about it? The human resources manager looked away. If it was up to me... Oh, come on. Theo gave her his best dying spaniel look. You can't say I haven't got qualifications. Two doctorates in quantum physics, not relevant qualifications, the human resources manager said. Not relevant to the field of flipping burgers. I'm sorry. She did look genuinely sad. He had to give her that. You're overqualified. With a resume like that, you're bound to get a better offer almost immediately. So where's the point in us hiring you? Oh, come on, Theo said again. After what I've done, nobody's going to want me. I'm unemployable. Yes, she smiled sympathetically. You are. Also, you're a bit old. I'm thirty-one. Most of our entry-level staff are considerably younger than that, she said. I'm not sure we could find a uniform to fit you. He could see she was struggling with something, and it wasn't his inside leg measurement. He betted he could guess what it would be. And there's the hand. Won his bet. He gave her a cold stare. You do know it's against the law to discriminate on grounds of physical disability. Yes, but... She gave him a helpless look. Frankly... I think the company would be prepared to take a stand on this one. We've got our customers to think about, and... He nodded slowly. He could see her point. Last thing you want when you're buying your burger, fries, and shake is to see them floating towards you through the air. It was an attitude he'd learned to live with, ever since the accident had left his right arm invisible up to the elbow. He wished now he'd lied about it, but the man of the outreach centre had told him to be absolutely honest. Fine, he said. Well, thanks for listening, anyhow. I really am sorry. Of course you are. And anyway, she added brightly, a guy like you, with all those degrees and doctorates, you wouldn't be happy flipping burgers in a fast-food joint? Wouldn't I? He gave her a gentle smile. It'd have been nice to find out. Goodbye.
Outside, the sun was shining, a trifle brighter than it would otherwise have done, thanks to him, but he preferred not to dwell on that. He had enough guilt to lug around without contemplating the effect his mishap had had on the ozone layer. Cheer up, he ordered himself. One more interview to go to, and who knows? This time... Worked in a slaughterhouse before, have you? the man asked. Um, no. Doesn't matter. What you got to do is, he said, pointing down the corridor, wheel that trolley full of guts from the hatch there to that skip there, empty the guts into the skip, go back, fill another trolley, wheel it to the skip, empty it, go back and fill it again, and so on. Reckon you can do that? I think so. The man nodded. Most of them stick it out.